Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki, and if you've been here before, welcome back. <laughs> and if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from that man you saw at the lake this weekend. You know the one. He has a harem that nobody knows about. I could be reading about that cop that pulled you over for speeding. (laughs) You know the one. He secretly likes to be gagged, flogged, and humiliated for his tiny penis on the weekends. I could be reading from that woman in the office. You know the one. She likes to close her doors for lunch so she can make herself come four times. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies, questions, or anything else you want to say hello, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You're the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. And you're releasing all rights to your creation. You can find Dear Nikki on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Smuttyfy at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcast. Don't forget to vote for me on the ASN Magazine Awards for Best Entertainment Podcast and Best Entertainer of the Year. Voting ends on June the 30th, whatever the last day of June is, and you can vote up to twice a day. And while you're there, don't forget to vote for Full Swamp Radio, which I'm very much a big part of, for Best Supporting Business. Don't forget, Crazy Summer Nights is coming up August 5th through the 7th, and I'll be there. Come have a drink with me, watch my performance, or just come say hello. I would love to meet you all. Crazy Summer Nights where you get to fill your bucket list, so to speak. Why don't you come tell me a story too? I'd really like that. I'll even have my book there to sign or not, but it will be available to purchase. So why don't you come by? Speaking of, Sex Confessions from People Just Like You is now available on paperback and digital on amazon.com. Don't forget, it's Dear Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, of course, and that's how you search for me. If you have any questions, let me know. I'll make sure to get some links up soon um, and uh, being able to be purchased on my website. How about that? Make it completely easy for you. That way you have time to do some naughty things and tell me about it. I hear from so many of you that say, my story is not good enough, or I don't know how to start or anything else. I always think, you know, like when I do my video show on Smutty Flicks, how do I start these stories? And it's ingrained to me to want to go sometimes once upon a time. <laughs> and that's just, it's, it'd be cheeky, but then it'd get old. However, write your story, write it, 
remember, we change names and places. You are, so if that is your anxiety, you're ultimately protected, completely protected. Um, And think about, even if you have the name Smitty, someone else's name Smitty in the world somewhere, right? And we're not talking about just your country. We're talking worldwide, these stories come in. So you're not, you're not the only one. And even if you think your story is boring, someone's going to find it completely hot. And I know for me, once I read these stories and some of them are like, oh, that's okay. But I find every story hot. That's a very common question I get. Uh, you know, what's your favorite story? Reading how you guys are living out your story is very intoxicating and it gives encouragement to other people just like you that it's okay to live out your fantasy. And I don't care if it's as far as you being on a St. Andrew's cross with your getting your nipples pierced and having, you know, playing with hot wax all the way down to, you know, on Wednesday nights, we fired up and get kinky. And I pull it out of my blue sex boxers and she puts on her, you know, I don't know, milkmaid outfit. And she milks my cock dry, but that's the only thing we do. Or even if it's just, you know, we turn the light on and have sex doggy style and that's it. Remember, you're speaking to anybody out there. And it may be as far as this person gets is to get to live through you. Or this is as far as you'll get to live your fantasy or feel comfortable living your fantasy. And you'll cross that line. And this is line for you telling you, telling somebody what what is the best way to tell somebody your secret desires and be vocal about it, but no one know who you are? This is it. So write them in, no matter the length. We will get it in. I We will find a way to put it on the show, on my social media, anywhere else. You want to be heard? Let me do it for you. Remember, you can do it anonymously through the website at dearniki.com under the confessions tab. You can send them to me on social media. Same rules apply. You also can send them directly at Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y at dearniki.com. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, I've never been much of a teacher's pet until I walked into my first year anatomy lecture and set my eyes on him. He was in his 40s and I was only 18, but I didn't care one bit. Fast forward to a couple months of intense but subtle flurrying during lectures and he was regularly helping me with my assignments after I'd asked for help. Although it was clear we were both attracted to each other, He tried really hard to keep things professional. One night, by sheer luck, I was in a bar when I spotted him. My uni town is a small place. I had a few drinks and was feeling extra horny. So I went over and we started talking while in a booth in the corner at the bar. Next thing I know, his hand was running up my thigh. I could feel my pussy getting wet as I craved him and to get closer. But he just lingered making me want him more. That was all I needed to motivate me, to suggest we had somewhere more private, and he didn't hesitate. We ended up at his flat. Within 30 seconds of walking through the door, he had pinned me against the wall, one hand around my throat, and the other working on unzipping first my skirt, 
then his trousers. Months of building tension was finally exploding, and I was finally about to get his dick I'd been craving and fantasizing over. He then picked me up and threw me on the bed and began to drill the shit out of my very tight pussy. It was bigger than I had imagined, and ended up with me on my knees, worshipping his huge dick as I began bobbing my head up and down, slurping away at the same time. Once I started, it didn't take long before he exploded in my mouth. After that night, every time I sat in his lecture, I couldn't help but smirk. We carried on seeing each other a few times, and needless to say, I got first in human anatomy. Abby. Well, hello, Abby, you dirty girl. I love this. I, I'm trying to think back. I was really attracted to my entomology professor. So fucking attractive. I don't know if you remember. I've told that story before. Yes, I, uh, very sexy. I'm, I take, I took odd classes in college. What can I say? I actually had fun in that one and I do not like bugs at all, by the way. Uh, what I have absolutely, I would have on this one, even though it plays against my rules of don't fuck where you eat. The only thing that would have bothered me though, is the the A, I guess is what over here, what we would call an A uh, as a first over wherever you're from. So I'm going to kind of guess that that would, or four point or whatever, however it's scored, that would bother me. Did I achieve it on my own merit or was it given to me because I could suck your dick and fuck you into oblivion? Good. You know, that that's the only thing that would bother me. Otherwise, yeah, let's go to town. Absolutely. So what about you guys? If you do, I mean, I guess essentially this is a teacher student role fantasy. Anybody lived one out? We know we have one listener that has. What do you guys think? Would you really want to know? Dear Nikki, I've had many experiences with married, taken women and love getting them off while their man is none of the wiser. Nothing turns me on as much as a naughty wife or girlfriend. One of my favorite experiences was with a woman I met who was in an open marriage and was into phone sex. She had a very sweet voice and a dirty mind and wasn't able to get her dose of outside dick during the early days of the pandemic. So we kept each other virtually company and got off multiple times a day together. She would also come without using her hands and loved it. And when I'd make her come from just my voice in her ear, she used to walk around her neighborhood, go on runs with headphones on and my voice in her ear. She'd call me and put me on the speakers in her car and would often have to pull over and take care of herself on the side of the road. There were a number of times where I could hear other people around her or hear when she'd have to talk to one of her neighbors for a few minutes while I continued stroking and grunting in her ear, teasing her. My favorite calls, however, were the ones her husband was home. Sometimes she'd be in the bathroom. Sometimes she'd sneak to their shed while he was in the house. Sometimes he'd be in their yard and she'd be in their bed, watching him through the window while she fingered herself for me. But the best was when they were in the same room, him working or reading, and her on a chair or couch on the other side, headphones hidden by her long hair and my deep, rough voice in her ear. She'd type naughty things to me while I talked dirty to her and would come for me with her husband unaware. 
just steps away. A few times she couldn't help moaning, and I could hear him ask her what was up, and then hear her coming up with something, not realizing his wife would be looking at the pictures of my cock and getting off to my voice right in front of him. I would love to hear from any women, especially married and taken ones, who would like to share similar experiences with me and your rest of your listeners, or would like to hear more. Anonymous. Well, I I know I want to hear more. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I would love to hear more. So ladies, he's asking, have we? I, the closest thing I could come to, and I've told you the story is um, the one time I was having lunch um, with a friend and I had just gotten into the Jeep and uh, he had called me and in this parking lot, it's not a very big parking lot. And there were uh, people pulled up and like two parking spots away on either side of the Jeep there, they were getting out of the Jeep and yes, his voice. Oh, I I didn't come to completion. Uh, I did play though. I was that naughty. I will say that. So what about you guys? Have you ever pleasured yourself? Oh, oh, oh. And I did at one point, I forgot to tell you, tell you guys this. I did have a caller once and he loved to have me vibe him. And he had this, the, the sleeve. And so while I was in mixed company, um, he would, I, I could hear him and like she could in my, my ears and I had his remote. So on my phone, I had the app and I could buzz him and listen to him come and moan and talk dirty to me. Now that's fucking hot. I will completely say that right there. And yeah, So ladies, if you haven't and like to tease yourself or gentlemen, same thing. She's got a, you know, a remote controlled vibe and you're out with your guy friends and you can set a pattern for her. And maybe you happen to call her on your way home because you're ready and you want to tease her a bit. But, you know, lover, if you try that, just be ready for me to pounce when you walk through that fucking door. Dear Nikki, about five or six years ago, I'm sitting in a hotel bar after a long day at a work conference. I'm traveling for work and staying at a resort with an outside bar that best resembles a tiki hut. As usual, I'm eating dinner by myself, having a few drinks, watching the bar TVs. The bar overlooks the ocean with no beach access to speak of. Otherwise, I would describe the place as dingy and definitely a place that has been seen better times. When I checked in, I mentally cursed the people who arranged this hotel. The bar is maybe half full with mixed locals, vacationers, and people traveling for business. The vibe is strange with old men doing karaoke, Sinatra songs nonstop. I'm on the corner of the bar with people seated to either side of me. To my left is a cute brunette. She's white, maybe 5'3", late 20s, medium-length hair, and a fair complexion. She's curvy in the right way, but not too fit nor out of shape. She's definitely had the hippie, 420-friendly vibe. We make small talk about the events on the TV and make a few jokes about singing while openly admiring we cannot sing much ourselves. 
Our conversation is very neutral, and I'm enjoying it. She tells me a little bit about herself. She's a writer for a very niche magazine and lives in another state, much like me. She's there visiting her friend who lives in the condo down the street. We continue to make platonic small writing sports, drinking pot, etc. talk until her friend shows up. Her friend isn't my type. Loud, didn't really take care of herself, and very opinionated. She would constantly interject, but I mostly ignored it. After a while, she got the hint and started chatting with another local guy. After a while, the friend, at this point sloppy drunk, starts introducing us to her new guy friend and exclaims, I'm going to fuck this guy tonight, while me and my new acquaintance look on. Then the friend says, you two hooking up tonight? We both look at each other, laugh it off, but give each other a look to suggest it was possible. We move on and keep drinking. At this point, it's several hours in and we're pacing ourselves. The other two are annihilated, but they say they have to go and they're taking the friend. They insist on driving there in condition, but the local guy rode his bike there seriously. I offer to ride the bike back and follow them. It's maybe half a mile from my hotel, so I figured I could walk back. We get to her condo, and the other two immediately go into the room, leaving us on the balcony that overlooks the complex, but otherwise dark. We hang out on a chair close together and keep chatting. She starts tracing her fingers along my neck and then behind my ear, then leans in and starts to softly kiss my neck. I melt as she keeps kissing my neck, then moves over to my mouth. Our tongues are dancing together with the scent of alcohol permeating our saliva. She starts rubbing my cock with her left hand and unbuttons my shirt with her right. She starts kissing and licking from my chest down to my waistline. She puts her mouth over my cock, through my clothes, and then unzips my pants and works to free it. She immediately puts my cock in her mouth, and it's very clear to me she's very good at this. She strokes my cock while doing her best to deep throat me. I feel all this tension in my body ease and the urge to come is increasing. While she's working my cock, she reaches into her purse and grabs a condom. Without any conversation, she opens the wrapper, delicately places the rubber over the top of my cock, and guided the condom down my shaft. She started crawling on top of me. I pull up her shirt, and her tits are very nice, so I put them in my mouth. I also notice various tattoos covering her body and make it a point to kiss and lick what I can find. While I'm exploring, she attempts to slide on my cock, but says, I'm too tight. Those were the only words we said. She continued to work to fit my cock until she's successful. So there we were, out in the open on some stranger's balcony, with another stranger riding me and bouncing up and down. We are relatively quiet until she stands up, leans over the balcony while motioning for me to give it to her doggy style. I stand up and enter her from behind. She has been mostly quiet, but then she left out a nice long moan. She turned her head while I slowly but deeply thrust inside of her. I increase the speed in depth to mimic her moans until her knees buckle as she came. After a few thrusts, I also came as we both collapsed back onto the chair. 
I casually look back and notice the other two fucking in the kitchen area with a perfect view of us. I look at my new sexual partner and say, that's kind of weird, no? She always does this and rolled her eyes. I let out a laugh and say, it's time to go. Got dressed and left shortly after. We never exchanged names or contact info and never saw each other again. Lee. Well, hi, Lee. How are you? Ladies and gentlemen, have we ever done this? He has me on the balcony scene. We all know that. That's on my bucket list. That I, I don't know. I've never thought about being watched. I, I would rather watch than be watched. Um, But if it happened like that, I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> it wouldn't be a, like a, it wouldn't be like a turn on or a turn off. It would just be, huh? So that happened. Okay. I guess we're going with it. But doesn't having sex out in the balcony kind of open the door or leave it as an open invitation to masturbate or find another partner to join in or possibly even join with you? I don't think it necessarily says join with you, but I do think it necessarily does leave the door open to watch and play with yourself or grab your person. All of a sudden, I started thinking of like um, square dancing. I, you know, from Oklahoma, everybody did square dancing, like in gym and then in when you were a lot younger. I don't know, maybe Texas too. I don't know. You guys have to let me know. But uh, you know, grab your partner and do see do yeah, exact that kind of thing. Swing your partner to the left and swing your partner. Am I getting this right? Yeah, that. But some reason I don't know now. I'm talking about. Sorry. So, <laughs> if you met a person at a bar and you're on a, me- you know, not medical, but business conference, would you go back, fuck them on a balcony? If you had that click, I'm going to say yes to this one. I, I, I normally wouldn't, but I, yeah, I, I definitely, this is not a definite yes, but I think if the circumstances are right, but from reading the story, it sounds like they were, this would be in a yes department for me. Absolutely. Dear Nikki, my best friend's sister and I were pretty close growing up. I spent a lot of time at their house because mine wasn't always the most fun to be at. She actually gave me a lot of dating advice and we talked about it a lot until I started hooking up with her former best friend who wasn't really on speaking terms with her anymore. Anyway, one night in the winter, I was back from college and hanging out at my parents' house when she texted me. She saw one of my friends from high school at the bar and asked why I wasn't there. I told her I was just laying low, but we kept texting. I could tell she was drinking more, but I couldn't tell if she was intending to flirt with me or just having a good time. Eventually, she said she was too drunk to drive and asked to come pick her up at the bar. Again, I wasn't sure if she just needed a ride, I didn't live the far from the bar, or if she was flirting, so I dropped the line. Fine, I'll put on pants and come pick you up. You don't have to. Confirmed, definitely flirting. I picked her up at the bar and she came right outside right away. She got in the car and thanked me for coming. The normal chit-chat as we started to drive, eventually she said, I don't really want to go home yet. Staying with my parents suck. So we drive to a large parking lot of an office building in my city. 
before I had even turned the car off, we were making out. Within a few minutes, we moved to the back seat, and she had her top off and my cock out of my pants and started bobbing on it. She was giving the great, uninhibited head that seems to only happen when a woman is drunk or a true slut who joys giving head. After a few minutes, she started playing with my balls, and I was ready to come, which I groaned to her. Come in my tits, she said, taking her head off my cock and squeezing them together, giving me a nice target. I jerked a few times before coming a massive load, hadn't looked up in a while, on her tits. She seemed to really enjoy it as opposed to just not wanting me to come in her mouth. As soon as I finished, she smiled and started reaching into her purse for something to clean it up. I took her hand and looked at her, leaved it. She smiled and called me a perv and put her bra on and shirt back on. I drove her home and dropped her off. When I got home, I had a text from her. Thanks for the ride. Let's find somewhere with a bed soon. This was the start about a year where I fucked her, including six months of which she had a boyfriend. Trey. Well, hello, Trey. I'm wondering if you're the one. No. There's a lot of people named Trey. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, what are we thinking here? Is this a yes or a no? I like the chemistry. Um, Even though he didn't delve too much into it, I could see this. I could actually picture me here doing this. Not necessarily going back to the friend's apartment, but, you know, and having sex on balcony, definitely. We all know that's on my bucket list. Absolutely. But here's the thing. What would you do about the friend fucking in the background? I mean, after, I guess, you know, you're oblivious to it. So it's nothing really could do. Would you find it hot? It's not on my bucket list to be watched, but I would love to watch. But I guess the opportunity and or that it's an open invitation to be watched if you're doing on the balcony. I just, I guess I never necessarily haven't thought of if somebody else was or another couple or partnership or people were in the room with me, what would happen? But I think I'd find that hot now that I've talked about it long enough in my head, right? That watching you has turned them on so much that they had to get laid right then. Is that what we're thinking here? Or do you have a different twist? I'd love to hear about it. Dear Nikki, I've always had a fantasy of my wife with an older man. I mentioned it to her a few times, but she didn't say much. But it all changes one week when we were alone at her grandfather's cottage. My wife is 15 years younger than me. One day we went for a canoe ride. As I'm paddling, she's in her bikini legs spread and enjoying the sun. She looks at me and flashes her tits. I tell her how to show me her pussy. She unties the laces and in front falls down, exposing her meaty pussy. She loves showing off, and sometimes I think she liked the idea that people could see her exposed. We get back to the cottage. I'm sitting in the living room. She was in the bedroom when I hear a knock at the door. I go to the door, and it's her grandfather's friend, who's about 75 at the time. I invite him in, and we're talking in the living room while my wife comes walking in wearing her bikini, not knowing he was there. She was startled, but he said, don't be shy. I saw you in the canoe going by. For sure, she was wondering if he saw her expose herself. Then all of a sudden he says, I love how easy it comes off. 
I'd look at her, then look at him, noticing his cock starting to get hard and showing. And she noticed too. She asked if he wanted a drink and made us all drinks. After a few, she was a getting braver, bending over and giving him a view of her tits and ass. Then as she bent over, he reaches up and pulls the string of her bikini bottoms to fall to the floor. She just stood there a minute, then moved closer to him. He then pulled the string on the top, and it fell to the floor. By this time, his cock was rock hard. She looked at me for approval, and I nodded. She reached down and started rubbing his cock, then reached for his belt to undo his pants. He was so horny, he opened up and pulled out his nine-inch, thick, uncut cock. She started to stroke it, then he pulled her head down towards it. I started to fondle her ass, and then whispered in her ear, I want you to fuck him. With that, she went right down on his cock. As he moaned, he grabbed her head and fucked her mouth until she gagged. This went on for 20 minutes, until I told her to lay on the floor, spread her legs, then told him to stick his fat cock in her pussy. He got between her legs and slid his hard, uncut meat into my wife, fucking her like she was his fuck toy. I told him he can fuck her as long as he likes, in any way he likes. She had him lay on his back as she squatted on his cock, riding it like I've never seen. She was so turned on, I could have brought a dozen guys in to fuck her. As she was riding his cock, she was yelling, Fuck me, Donny. Fuck my pussy. He tells her he's going to come, and asked where she wanted it. Come in my cunt, Donny. Fill me up with cum. The next thing you hear is him grunting as he fills her with his load as she grinds on his cock. Once he's done, she gets off and starts sucking more cum from his cock. He gets up, sits in the chair. Then my wife lays on the floor and spreads her legs, looks at me and says, Fuck my cum-filled cunt. I was already naked and hard and got between her legs and slid my cock into her. He's watching me fuck her and then she says, How does that cum feel? Do you like his cum, Olivier Cock? It felt so hot, his cum coating my cock as I fucked her. I came in a few minutes. Needless to say, he came over a few times that week to use her. After that, if we were there, and her grandfather, she would meet him on walking trails to fuck her. One time he brought two friends, and all three came in her. Then they watched me fuck her after. She's been used and took pictures of us covered in their cum. Anonymous. Well, hello, Mr. Anonymous. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a reason I say never, ever, ever omit the older ones. The ones that are silver foxes. The blue hair goddesses of the world. Never omit them. They could be one of the sexiest fucking experiences you've ever had. <clears throat> Not that I'm speaking from experience or anything. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, would we? I don't know if I would do this one. Not the, the ending anyway. But there's something about a silver-haired fox, a man that knows what he wants at any age, as sexy as fuck. Can we all agree at that? I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day.
I want to thank you again for joining me. Remember, you can find me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Smuttyfy at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, one six two. Don't forget new shows. I know they've paused a bit on Smutty Flix, but they are coming back. They're revamping the site. So keep an eye out for that. I still believe it will be Thursdays. So again, keep an eye out for that. And I'll let you know. Crazy summer nights. Want to have a drink with me? I am doing a live show. You can come say hi. Maybe I'll be on the arm of a silver haired fox. You never know. Sex Confessions from People Just Like You, now out on Amazon, on digital and on uh, book format. I will be bringing some physical copies to sign at Crazy Winter Nights and available sign or just to purchase. It's up to you. And in closing, hello, lover. How about you push me against that railing? You know the one. And maybe we could inspire somebody and we don't see them. Or maybe we get to watch afterwards. What do you think? I'd really like to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fabulous weekend. <laughs>